Good morning, and welcome to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Diana Rich, and I'm joined in the studio with our producer, Nick Steffens. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. It's been where, a while. Where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> I've been here hosting and producing the show for the past week since all of our hosts decided to take vacation at the same exact time. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I, I, uh, I went out to the Grand Tetons and yep. Yellowstone, and then when I came back, I just hit the ground running with all of the things that I missed when I was gone. So yeah. I'm and here and you, told, you did tell me about that and I completely forgot. How was it? It was awesome. It was beautiful. The Grand Tetons were awesome. Um, Yellowstone was cool too, but mm. when you like hiking, Yellowstone's not as cool. But saw a lot of bison, mm -hmm. saw a mama grizzly bear with oh, wow. um, three cubs, and that was pretty cool and I didn't die. That's that's always the positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the bonus of the trip. So anyways, it's good to be back. <laughs> Um, all right, coming up later in our show, uh, we'll be joined with Dan Henderson and Anthony Devon, and we'll be talking to them about two upcoming Juneteenth, Juneteenth celebrations happening here in Washington. Uh, looking forward to learning more about those events and sharing them with you soon, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's take a look at the weather. It is 63 degrees and mostly sunny. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning outside. Looks like it's going to heat up a little bit and then throughout the week also get a little bit warmer. But what do you think about the weather this weekend, Nick? Um I was going to make a point about I love when the weather gets super cold in the nights because based on my complexion, I like the the, the cold. <laughs> and so when I wake, because I don't turn the heat on before I go to bed. And so I wake up and the house is like 63 degrees and I'm very much in my element when that's the case. You love that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty awesome um, having a little chillier temps, except for we had baseball this weekend. Oh, yeah, and that's our church, fun. Our church had a pool party on Saturday night. It was like 65 degrees and like drizzling. Did anyone get in the pool? Oh, the kids did. Oh, and yeah, then like we're all like in our hooded sweatshirts <laughs> and our umbrellas at the ice cream social and it's yeah. freezing. I'm like, go figure, it's June. And <laughs> It was a good uh, excuse for me to like not go outside though. And I appreciate that. But it was crazy. Like I was at Saturday baseball tournament, got sunburnt. Mm. And then Sunday, <laughs> baseball tournament, and like hoodie, like closed toed shoes, all the things. So, did you have uh, to break out your little your I, little pod? I didn't break out my pod. <laughs> no, that's that's in storage until until the fall. So, <laughs> but no, it was nice out. We'll take it. Can't complain, right? And the farmers, I think, enjoyed the enjoyed the rain they that's got. That's true. So, um, looking forward to some upcoming events here uh, this week. It looks like the Chamber Golf Fun Days are this Thursday and Friday, Ladies' Day on Thursday, Men's Day on Friday. Not sure if they're full or not, but you should give them a call if you're still interested in playing in that. And then, of course, we have the Wizard of Oz um, this Friday, uh, June 16th, from 7.30 to 9.30. And you uh, did you talk to yes. some people from the play recently? Some of the, the cast and crew don't quiz me on all three of their names. Is it just one day or is it multiple it, days? I think it's multiple. Okay. Yeah, I think it's all weekend. I think so. I thought so too. But I, just, I just copy and paste the most recent calendar things from the chamber. Very so. good. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're giving the most accurate information. Yeah. So the first night is Friday and they're almost sold out. So get your tickets. Get your tickets. Are you signed up for the uh, golf at all? I am. I am. Ooh, I'm playing it, golf is, on Thursday. Is it a team thing or are you an individual? Yeah. It's how a, does that work? Um, the women's is a four lady best shot. Okay. And, uh, two times reigning champs to my team. So oh, really? we're signed up again. Yep. And, uh, got to defend, got to defend the title, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, Friday is the men's and I think it's a two person best shot, ah. but I think the key to winning is just buying all of the freebie things that you can get, like the mulligans and the, like oh, you basically so like, like that's how they get the money. For you're the, like, paying the, to win. Yeah. Basically. Oh, okay. So, so you have deep pockets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it that. Um, okay. Uh, let's look at the police report. Uh, 19 traffic calls, uh, seven animal calls, uh, five warrant arrests, uh, five 911 hangup calls. That's a lot. 
four calls for public service, four fire calls, um, several other calls for a total of 73 uh, calls on the police report over the weekend. Um, Nick pulled out the lowlights of the police report. We have an intimidation and harassment call in Washington. Caller reported a male subject was taking pictures of the workers. And then they asked him to stop. He got mad and started yelling, then tossed a tray at the workers. 105 and 107 responded. 107 advised report to be filed. Just get your Happy Meal and leave. You don't need to be doing all that. Oh, was this at McDonald's? I'm pretty sure that's McDonald's. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, an animal loose in Washington. Uh, caller reported a little tan dog running down the middle of the road. Looks skinny and is just wandering. Believes he might be deaf. 105 responded to assist catching the dog. It was returned to its owner. Mm. Happy ending. Yeah. I had a friend that uh, had a deaf dog. But like It was kind of like a bat where if you just like clapped your hands it would like you get it to, like echolocate <laughs> so maybe that's all they had to do with this dog maybe um a civil standby call in Kelowna reports his mother has his birth certificate and will not give it to him requested deputy assist 92.8 responded mother was not able to locate the document caller was advised to obtain a duplicate birth certificate so is that what happens when you lose your birth certificate you don't like cease to exist you just have to go get a cop like they have copies of them I don't, or how does I don't that know. Work? how do you prove that you were born that's why I'm confused. Yeah. Because I almost lost mine. I thought I did. I didn't. You don't thankfully. see this in the police report every day. No. That someone calls trying to get their birth certificate. Well, from their Jade was born in Texas. And apparently for like a, a chunk of time, I don't know if it was a couple of years, they weren't putting enough information on their birth certificates. So interesting. And so like you use your birth certificate to get other government documents, but yeah. she can't because it's like, it just says her name. And when she was born, and it has no other details. So what's the solution to that? The state of Texas just kind of screwed over like three years worth of children. Everybody, By yeah. not putting any Jeez. information. Um, <laughs> my funny birth certificate story was my son Dalton was born in St. Louis. We mm -hmm. lived in Washington. I went down for opening day. He was born oh, the six, perfect time to He was born six weeks early in St. Louis. Like my husband wasn't there. It wasn't planned. And so then like, you know, he was in the NICU for a while. Anyways, we get back home. I call Mm -hmm. St. Louis to get his birth certificate. And they were like, well, what's your address? And I told him, they're like, you know, you're, you're talking to the state of Missouri, right? I'm like, yes, I know that. <laughs> like my, my kid was born there. I just need you to mail it to Iowa. And they like questioned me so many times. I'm like, yes, he yes. was born there. I need his birth certificate. <laughs> but anyways, we got it. All, all is good. Except for the fact that he has a Missouri birth certificate. I was gonna, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have a suspicious activity call in Washington. Officer reports being out with a vehicle that has a shopping cart tied to it with a toe strap. <laughs> 110 advised the subject to go home. I like how that was the solution to the to the problem. Like, just get out of here. That's not a, unhook the shopping Those are cart. my favorite calls. <laughs> I mean, that is that is great suspicious activity. That or is it? Or is it genius? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you'd label that as suspicious activity. I think we know exactly. There's no nothing sus about it. At least they. Do you think they stole the shopping cart? That's you think a good that point. That was actually That's theft. That's a good point. And not about suspicious, suspicious activity. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll let you guys all think about that for the, the remainder of the day, um, and we'll head to commercial break. And when we get back, we'll talk to Dan Henderson and Anthony Devon. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal 
and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes, and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Hey, Andrea. What did the triangle say to the circle? You're pointless. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Diana Rich. I'm joined in the studio with Dan Henderson and Anthony Devon. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Terrific. Beautiful day out. Beautiful Monday morning. All yeah. right. Great. Um, and so I'm going to be talking with Dan and Anthony about upcoming uh, Juneteenth celebrations happening in Washington this coming weekend. Um, I guess first, for people you know watching the show who might not be familiar with Juneteenth or they might know what it is but not know a lot about it, do you guys want to first answer that, the question, what is Juneteenth? Sure, I'll take a stab at it. Okay. And Anthony can <laughs> correct me and fill in whatever gaps I made. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, no, yeah, this is our actual third annual Juneteenth event here in Washington. But Juneteenth has been celebrated for decades, probably ever since 1865, because the day commemorates the last day that the last enslaved people in the United States learned of their freedom. It was June 19th, 1865. And so that day has kind of been held in uh, as a celebration day Mm -hmm. for the ending of the institution of slavery in the United States. So that's that's kind of what the the uh, holiday is about. And uh, we started doing this about three years ago. Uh, I guess our our belief and, and when I say we it's Washington for justice as a group of local citizens or residents, <clears throat> and we just feel it's important to to join together to celebrate freedom. Freedom is something that everyone uh, likes and enjoys, and whether you're black, white, we need to celebrate the freedom of all Americans. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we celebrate July 4th, but we also feel it's important to celebrate July or June 19th. Yeah. Anything I missed on that? You did pretty good. <laughs> Dan is usually the go-to guy. Yeah, okay. Very good. Um, 
That's great. Yeah. Great explanation. Um, and so we have two events that the Washington for justice is putting on, um, two Juneteenth celebrations, like you mentioned. So first, uh, there's one on Juneteenth, which, uh, Juneteenth father's day celebration on June 18th at the United Methodist church at noon. Um, who wants to share a little bit about that event and what's happening? Well, then, with I that? guess I'll, I'll tag on it. Okay. okay. <clears throat> well, June 18th, by the way, everyone knows my father. I've been known for the longest. Are you George's son? And <laughs> yeah, I'm George's son. Um, when did we interview him? It was back in December. So December of 2022, Dan and I had talked about interviewing my dad. He has been in Iowa over 40 years now. And he has been a cornerstone in this community. And so I moved about well, two years ago to be here with him. And it, it's a culmination of just timing of everything falling into place with me being here, my dad, his history, and then the community interest in him. There have been other people who have talked to him. Fortunately, Dan was the one that was able to interview him. And so I have helped with Juneteenth in the past. And uh, the thought was, how can we let the community know about who my father is? Because everybody knows him, but do they really know him? Yeah. And so this is a life history, or oral history on his life from being born in Alabama going through the Jim Crow era to being here in Washington, Iowa. And Dan, along with Steve, Stephen Barry, who did the, the video, put it all together. Very cool. So it's pretty amazing to, to witness the unfolding of all of this and be here with my dad, uh, 93, uh, still George, and then we decided to have it at Washington United Methodist Church where I pastor and it's just all falling into place. Yeah. And it's it's been pretty amazing. So so as we were planning for this year's Juneteenth event, uh, I had already done the interview with George and I had in the back of my mind this would make a great uh event to show during Juneteenth and then it as I talked to Anthony I realized well we could also do a Juneteenth potluck at the church. So it's actually a oh, yeah. two-part event that day on the 18th. So the, the potluck, which is going to be a traditional Juneteenth. Now, what is that? That's <laughs> We put out a, a, a little uh, online, a uh, Juneteenth recipes. What you know? Oh, yeah. And, and it's really neat. So anybody that wants to come and, and provide something, now we actually have the barbecue is, is being provided. So what we're looking for are side dishes and desserts and that kind of thing. But it's open to the public. Come down and uh, whatever you want to bring. And we'll have a kind of a, a Juneteenth meal together. Uh, and then at 1 o'clock, we show the video of the interview with George. Okay. And uh, it lasts about 50 minutes, about 50 minutes long. But I, I have to tell you, uh, George is an amazing man. I, I knew George because I've known him for many years. But I didn't, as Anthony said, I didn't really know him yeah. until I had this interview with him. And he, he's led an amazing life. Uh, and he's a man of honor and integrity, which really comes through in this interview. And, and quite frankly, shows in 
Anthony and his brothers. He has two brothers, by the way, and uh, one of them is going to be here for the next event. But I'll I'll let you get back. <laughs> but but that's that's what's going on on the 18th. So it's kind of a combination Juneteenth Father's Day. Yeah. Because with Anthony's being the pastor at at United Methodist, we interviewed his father. It's a perfect Father's Day tribute. Yeah, that's really. great. Yeah, great. So, um, what what time is church at the United Methodist Church on Sunday? If people want to come to church, well, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have worship at ten o'clock. Okay, so ten o'clock Sunday worship. school is at nine. Worship at ten. Worship at ten. Uh, then the Juneteenth celebration potluck at noon. At noon. And then uh, the one o'clock premiere showing the life of George Devon. And you guys provided a great teaser. I've you know lived in Washington my whole life, went away to college, but live here. I know George. Um, I think he went to my parents' church for a while and knew him from that, and then knew him, of course, at Hy-Vee. Always right. uh, such a great, great guy. Um, I think we also maybe helped around his house um, a little bit when I was a kid. We'd go mm-hmm. over there and. I, I remember going to his house multiple times. I can't remember exactly what we did there, but so a, you know, good teaser. Like do, I don't really know the life of George you, Bond. So you mentioned Hy-V. I think that's where Hy-V got the line. There's a helpful smile in every aisle. <laughs> yeah. I think that was George that probably that probably based that on probably right? yeah, yeah probably Just so. <laughs> All right, so that that sounds like a, an awesome celebration, like you said, paired up with Father's Day. So. Very cool. And then um, there's a Juneteenth commemoration on Juneteenth, and that's at the Washington Public Library at 6 p.m. Monday, June 19th. Um, and who wants to tell us more about that event? Well, I'll, I'll jump in. <laughs> Tag so, for it. You know, last year when we did Juneteenth, we did a whole week-long series of events. Some were educational, some were just, again, potluck types of different things. And we brought in authors and artists. So we it's not quite as uh, involved this year. We, we, we've held it to two days instead of like six days. <laughs> it was a lot of work, mm-hmm. uh, six days. But we wanted to do something on Juneteenth to commemorate that event, that is the freeing. And by the way, there were 4 million enslaved people that gained their freedom in 1865. That's, to, to us, that's something worth celebrating. Yeah, it absolutely. made our country much better and and even though things weren't perfect after that, <laughs> at least the institution of slavery was gone. So that needs to be commemorated. And uh, so what we've done is we've invited another Devon. There's actually a third, <laughs> a third Devon. So this is a Juneteenth Devon event, I guess. But uh, no. my, <laughs> Michael Devon, who actually lives in L.A., lives in Los Angeles, will be here. And I've met him. He was here uh, several times over the past months. And he's going to be sharing a little bit about Juneteenth itself and the importance of it, just to kind of give our community some uh, some context um, around Juneteenth. And Bethany Glinsman will be kind of hosting that evening. She is our executive director for Washington for Justice. Okay. And so she'll kind of be uh, uh, hosting that. And then after that, we're going to show a, a film. It's the movie Till which is about the life or murder, I should say, of Emmett Till, uh, which is, which is uh, you know, a pretty dramatic and, and in many ways horrible event. But the reason we chose that is to kind of illustrate that even though there has been freedom for black Americans for over 100 years, um, the, the work isn't finished. There's st- there, are still, there is still racial strife. There's still 
Uh, there's still racism within the country, and the story of Emmett Till is very poignant. Um, I always mention this. That happened the year I was born, so it was within my lifetime mm -hmm. that a young man went to Mississippi and was lynched. So we, we bring it up not to, you know, uh, be divisive, but to kind of illustrate we're in this together. Let's work together to heal these wounds and to bring about racial healing and reconciliation. So we'll, we'll have that film and then a short maybe uh, reflection discussion time after it. For anyone that wants to come, it starts at 6, and film will probably start around 6.30. Okay. Because so. one of the things what Dan touched on, and I even asked the question when I got here, people go, well, what does that have to do with Washington, Iowa? Mm -hmm. It's a predominantly white community. What does it mean? And I think we have dealt with that every year of trying to make it make sense to the community. And one of the thing, things that Dan touched on, and, and it, it is relevant and true that times we don't want to talk about things. And what, we've, what we're hoping that comes out of the Monday event is that it creates a dialogue, that people will talk about it and not go, well, that's in the past. Right. It is in the past, but we can be prone to repeat the past if we're not aware of what has happened. Yeah. And so prayerfully, we can get to a point where people won't be bothered or uncomfortable. And you will be uncomfortable. Life is uncomfortable. I share with my congregation, if you're comfortable in your faith, then you don't have much of a faith. Because what we have to do takes us out of our comfort zone to be able to be my brother's keeper and, and sit down with people is not the norm. We would rather be in our own cocoon of comfort. So hopefully Monday or even the Sunday event will get people to look at things a little different and go, okay, I, I, I can, I do know something different or I have learned something different about George Devon. He's more than the man who stand, stands behind the counter at High V. And the word everyone says, <clears throat> oh, we love George. And that's, a, that's a, a common phrase or response. Well, prayerfully, they will come out and get to know the man and really learn to love who he is because he has a story. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's, I've been here now two years, and naturally he's been my father all of my life. But the time I've been here now supersedes anything prior. This is precious time to be with a man who is 93, still living, and I, I like to say he still parents me. He's still my father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he still pulls my coattail, and I'm thankful to have that. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. All right. Yeah, those sound like a couple great events um, coming up this weekend, and everyone's invited, and that sounds great. Um, let's head to commercial break. And uh, when we come back, we can talk about the silent auction that's going to be happening um, as well as maybe anything else that we, that we missed. Okay. All right. We'll be, we'll be right back.
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. You know, it's not a question of what all you have and so on with your life. It's who is in your life and how much you care for them and how much they care for you. And Tammy definitely cares. I met Tammy about 20 years ago with, when her daughter was in Special Olympics and I was coaching. She told me that she was into doing senior benefits. We became even closer friends. She cares about everybody, especially the seniors. So call her. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Diana Rich, uh, joined in the studio with Anthony Devon and Dan Henderson. And we've been talking about the Juneteenth celebrations happening here in Washington this weekend. Uh, there's the Father's Day uh, Juneteenth celebration at the Washington United Methodist Church. At noon is the potluck and then 1 p.m. premiere showing uh, the life of George uh, Devon. And then uh, the Washington Public Library Juneteenth uh, commemoration happening at 6 p.m. on June 19th at the Washington Public Library. So uh, both sound like very um, informative events um, and a great opportunity. Two different opportunities, come to one, come to both, uh, whatever works best in your schedule. And um, check those out to learn more about um, about Juneteenth. And um, yeah, so uh, we talked a little bit about um, those events, like I mentioned, and then we were talking about a silent auction. Can you tell me about this silent auction that's happening right now and how people can yep. be involved? Yeah, uh, certainly. Last year during Juneteenth, a uh, uh, there's there's a black artist in Iowa City. Her name is Jean Berry. Okay. And her son Stephen, who actually filmed the the video of of uh, the interview with George, she uh, loved what we were doing. So she uh, contributed two of her prints, three of her prints last year for a silent auction to help raise money for Washington for justice to be able to do these these kinds of events. And she did it again this year. We didn't even ask, but she uh, Stephen actually told me that uh, his mom has a couple prints that 
would she would uh, donate and we could have a silent auction just to raise money to support these events so right now there are two prints of gene berries over at art domestique so go over there you know Across the square, make sure you go there and look at them. And there are bid sheets there. Okay. So you have to be there. It's not a. It's a silent auction, but you can't do it online. You actually have to be there, and you're going to love the works that she has. They're beautiful. Uh, now, that auction is currently running, so you can go anytime and make a bid. We will bring those prints over to United Methodist on the 18th, Great. and over to the library on the 19th. And the, the bid will end at, at that event on the 19th at the library. So okay. we'll announce who the winning bid is at that point. Uh, but it's really such a wonderful, uh, just just partnership again. You know, we uh, we reached out to, to the Berries, and they're just always, they live in Iowa City, but they love Washington. I can tell you that. Yeah. Gene mm-hmm. Berry constantly says, this, I, I should just move to this town. <laughs> and, and we said, we'd love to have you here, which which is, quite frankly, what, as an organization, we're trying to do. How do we create a community where uh, black people want to come and live? Mm-hmm. And and that's, you know, part of the reasoning and the strategy, grand strategy, if you will, I suppose, behind what we do. Uh, we want to make a welcoming community here for all people. Uh, because we see diversity as an essentially positive and strengthening thing for our community, not a negative. Mm-hmm. Anthony, I don't know if anything you want to add to that. But. No, I mean, Dan is the mouthpiece. I, I come along for decoration. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I, I, I definitely agree with Dan's sentiments. It's one of the things that when I came here visiting my dad before I moved, it was the people that I liked. And people keep saying it must be a culture shock. No. For me, it's not. I think it's timing, and I came with a purpose. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, since I've been here, I've gotten married and dragged my wife from California. She's here. We got married here in, in Iowa. And I have to say, I... My son has come out, my brother, everybody wants to move here because it's beyond imaginable. People can't conceive of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you come here and you live and, and visit, um, my pastor in California came and performed a wedding here, and we had some friends that came out. And again, they were just amazed at the ambiance and the, the character of Washington. And so... Does it have challenges? Naturally. But overall, it's a great place to be. And I'm thankful to be here meeting Dan and uh, Washington United Methodist Church has embraced me and welcomed me. Uh, It's a godsend. So I'm very thankful. And by the way, you'll hear a little bit more about Anthony. At the end of the interview with George, we bring Anthony in and and he talks a little bit about his his experience coming here, what brought him here. So you'll you'll gain a little new insight into that. But we're we're uh, just thrilled and blessed to have Anthony in our community, and 
and being here. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Dan, well, ma- Dan made me say something. I, had, I hadn't planned on being in the interview. And <laughs> <laughs> you talked into coming? Yeah. Um, well, that's great. And lots of great, great teasers for the event, uh, probably stirring lots of curiosity for people, for people that are watching. So that's great. Um, all right. So the silent auction. You heard, you heard Dan get over to Art Domestique and uh, check that out. And the, the bidding ends on, on Monday uh, the 19th at the, the event at the library. And as you mentioned, those proceeds go to the Washington for Justice group mm-hmm. to help fund events like this. And then you guys also do some other events throughout yeah, the year? Yeah, we, uh, we, every uh, holiday season we do a food drive. We, we uh, simply go out and... Cr- <laughs> Uh, provide food baskets for uh, whoever needs it. It's it's just a free giveaway. We usually partner with the Mill Seat Company building over there on on uh, uh, Main and uh, or no Main Iowa Iowa Avenue. Uh, you had me fooled. I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm not good at. I've lived my whole life, street. and I'm like, yeah. I've been well, here over <laughs> over 20 years, and I still don't have all the street streets right. That's all right. We but forgive you. anyway, we do that. Um, we do a lot of educational. Try to do educational events. You know, the interview with George was part of what we do. Uh, trying to, um, we do book studies. We did a book study on the 1619 project uh, last season, last fall. Uh, so we, we've got lots of events going on, and it's all about creating that dialogue that, that Anthony mentioned. And, I, and, and again, those, sometimes those dialogues aren't always comfortable. They aren't always, you know, something that you would think about doing for fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they're important. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you that for me, uh, having been friends with Anthony, he and I have been able to have some of those conversations. They aren't always comfortable, but they're honest. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate his honesty and what it's done for me in terms of understanding. Yeah, It helps me uh, in, in our goal of trying to create a more welcoming community. And, and I think the reaction you heard from Anthony and his family members who have been here is just a great uh, testament to the type of community we do have here. So uh, if we can add to that in any way, that's our goal. Yeah. And and to invite everybody come to Washington. It's yeah. it's a great place to be. Good. Um, and I like what Anthony said earlier, you you grow by being uncomfortable, right? So yeah, yeah I absolutely. like that. I think that's, I think yep. that's good for everybody to remember. So, yeah. all right. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we... we uh, just thank you for the time and thank the opportunity the to yeah. share these uh, events. And we hope uh, people in the community will come out and participate with us. You may never have been involved in a Juneteenth event before in, in Washington, but we hope you'll come out and, and have fun and uh, participate with us. Yeah, very good. All yeah. right. It'll be a good time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, now, uh, moving on to the National Day. Nick, this is an interesting one. It's National Raggedy Ann and Andy Day. I didn't know there was a Raggedy Andy. <laughs> I've said this before, and I'm going to say this for the 29th time, but who is sitting in an office <laughs> thinking of these ridiculous days? <laughs> right? Come on. Couldn't tell you. you got to come up with something better than National Raggedy Ann. I'm just surprised that there's a Raggedy Andy Day. I, like, I didn't know there was a Raggedy Andy to... Right. Like if you just said Raggedy Andy, you'd be like, "You mean Ann?" Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Have you guys played the birthday game before? 
Yep. Oh, I think we did. <laughs> I was here before once. Yep. I am not sure if I know any of these people who are having birthdays. Yeah, it's only today. the best birthday. Maybe I'll recognize them when I see their picture, but this could be. Be, get ugly. So for the birthday <laughs> game, I'm going to put celebrities' birthdays today on the screen. You okay. can guess their age. Within three years, you get a point. If you get it right on, you get two points. When I was here last time, I won this game. Oh, so, so did I. I did you? Oh. <laughs> okay. so. I've won before too, but I've also been on the show a lot. I've lost more times than one. Okay. I don't know if I have any. If let's I have any see, trophies in the box, let's see how we do. Okay, our our first celebrity is Dave Franco, who is the younger brother of James Franco, and more. His more famous older brother. So the, so I'm aging myself. I don't even know who he I is. I was going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> he looks familiar, but I also don't. I'm going to go okay. 33. I, I'm going to go 38. Okay. 30. He is 38. So Dan hopping oh, out too yeah, early. Look at you. Two nothing lead. Whoa. There we go. Next up we have. So you get an extra point if you hit the date. Or yeah, the year so you got two, yeah, two oh, points. Yeah, two points. Yeah. So next up we have a. What's his name? Mark Henry, the former WWE oh, wrestler. Yeah, I've seen him before. He started out around the same time The Rock was famous, and I think he just recently retired. Thing going on. Um, forty-five. That's my number. You go forty-five. <laughs> yeah, but no. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go a little bit older. I think he's forty-nine. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fifty-two. <laughs> He is 52. Oh, oh look at you. Nice work. Jeez, 2-2. 2-3 because he's at 49. Oh, Dave's yeah. at 49. You're so. right. Oh, so I get a point. Yeah, yep. oh, okay. 3-2 so right, to nothing. Skunk me. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is, where is he at? Richard. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I'm going to make this bigger for you guys. Oh, it's all pixelated. Uh, his name is Richard Ayodi. Ayodi. Um, he's should, a, we, should we know Richard? He's a he's more famous in the UK oh. than he is in the United States, but he was third on the list of the website I look at. So, you know this guy? No, <laughs> no, I don't know. Hey, that's a terrible I'm gonna go picture. forty-two. <laughs> so I'm going to go younger this time. I think, I think he's thirty-five. Mm, good one, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, forty-two. Forty-two. He's not, he's not old, uh, but I'll go higher, 45. He is 46. So oh, Anthony's tied it up, three, three to, to zero. Yeah. Next up, we have Drew Holiday, the basketball player. I honestly don't know what team he's on right now. Looks like, does that say Bucks yeah. on the jersey? Yeah. I will go 27. I'm going to go 28. Okay. 25. He's 33. So no points. Wow. Nobody. Whoa. Wow. Okay, we all wiped out on that one. Yeah. So okay. He's been around a while. Or oh, he started late one of the two. Yeah. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> so this is our bonus round. This is our least famous famous person. This is worth double points. Okay. So, Diana, you can still, still win. It oh. is. Let me find her photo first before I look at her name. It's Ellen Burgius. A Swedish reality TV star. Swedish reality, huh? Very Do you watch much Swedish reality TV? <laughs> no, I, it's not on my, my favorites list. I'm going 21. 21? Um, I'm going to go 25. 
you're in my head. <laughs> 27. She is 30, so Anthony, you get two oh, points on Anthony. that. So you yeah. win five to three to zero. Congratulations. Woo. Anthony is our winner. Congratulations. Diana, you got Are you undefeated now? Undefeated. Woo. Yeah, nice job. I did get skunked. I didn't get a single point. took me out, man. Point. took me out. I would like to say that was strategic. Strategic on my part, you know, to make the guests feel <laughs> yeah. so welcome. But and that was nice of you to make, make the guys just, feel good. Yeah, yeah, that was nice of you. I just awfully guessed on five people. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks again for joining us today. Thank guys. you for having us. Thank I appreciate you. it. And uh, for everyone, thanks for joining us on Washington Live. As always, um, if you know someone who should be on the show or if you want to be on the show, email us at washialive at gmail.com and make sure to call Julie at the Southeast Iowa Union if you're interested in advertising. Thanks for joining us and I hope you have a great Monday.